0: Chapter 17 This is wonderful! Wonderful! Flying! The six of us were all together. Flying. It was the first time for Axe. He just kept saying how wonderful it was. He wouldn't shut up. It was the most excited he'd been since he'd discovered coffee. Which was cool, because flying really is wonderful. Yeah, These are excellent eyes, eyes. Axe said. Far oh, better than your you human you eyes. eyes even better than my andalite eyes. Yeah, birds of prey usually have great daytime vision, Tobias said. I think mine may actually be a little better than yours, though. I doubt that, Axe said. It is hard to imagine better vision than this. Remember the good old days? I asked. When we used to argue over who had the best jump shot, now it's who has the best bird eyes. We were sailing above a patch of woods. It was almost solid green below us. We had risen high on a beautiful thermal. The thermal is like a warm bubble of air that acts like an elevator, letting you soar high with almost no effort. We hoped there were no bird watchers down in the woods. We made a very unlikely flock. A red-tailed hawk, a falcon, a harrier, a bald eagle, and two ospreys. We kept some distance between us so it wouldn't be too obvious that we were together. Also, the eagle, who was Rachel, was carrying something that looked like a small TV remote control. She was the biggest bird. She got stuck lifting the weight. I have an idea. I said. Let's just blow off this suicide mission and spend the day flying around. Sounds good to me, Cassie said. She meant it to be lighthearted. It sounded just a little too serious. There's the quarry, Tobias announced. Dead ahead. Dead ahead. Excellent choice of words, I said. We made a large circle over the area, looking for anyone who might be in the woods, but there was no one. We spiraled down from the sky, Down into the deep, open gash in the earth that was the gravel quarry. It was a desolate place, just a big hole in the ground with some water in the lowest spots. A few minutes later, we were back in our usual forms minus shoes, of course and wearing our motley collection of morphing clothes. We look like a trapeze act from a cheap circus, I said. Way too much spandex. Don't start with the uniforms again, Rachel said. It was an old debate. I would say how we needed some decent superhero uniforms, you know, like the X-Men or whatever. But now I realized I shouldn't be talking that way, as if we were all going to be together in the future. I couldn't tell if Jake had told any of the others that I was quitting. Probably he had told Cassie. I doubted Rachel knew or she would have said something. The same with Tobias. And Axe? Who knew with Axe? He was still a mystery to us. It was one of the things I would miss after I quit. I mean, how often do you get to hang out with a real alien? That and the flying. I would miss the flying. But if I was out, I had to be out all the way. I guess I must have looked morose, sitting there on a pile of rocks, thinking. Jake came over and kind of gave me a shove. You know, in a friendly way. Come on, we need to get back under that overhang. Get out of sight. Great, I said. The rocks will fall and crush us, and we won't have to worry about the yirks There was a sort of shallow cave in the quarry wall, not deep at all, but would hide us from anyone flying over. Well, Jake said, let's try this out. Axe, you ready to trigger that thing? Yes, Yes. I I am very ready, ready, Prince Jake. Jake Jake looked around at everyone. You all ready to go into your various morphs? We nodded, all except Axe. See, we were all going into morph, our strongest, deadliest morphs, in order to take care of the year crew when they came but Axe didn't have anything but a shark, a lobster, an ant, and a harrier. We figured he was better off in his own andalite body, which was plenty dangerous. Okay, Axe, do it. Everyone, morph. And let's keep our fingers crossed, I added. Or talons, claws, or hooves, as the case may be. Axe pressed a button on the distress beacon. As far as we could tell, nothing happened. It is working, working, he assured us. So, Rachel, Cassie, Jake, and I began to morph these were all morphs we had done before. There would be no battle to maintain control over the animal mind. Rachel went into her elephant morph. We figured we might need that brute strength and size. Jake slowly became a tiger. Cassie used her wolf morph, and I focused on my gorilla. What a freak scene this is. I laughed as the changes began. Anyone who'd stumbled onto this would think he'd lost his mind. It was definitely odd, You haven't seen weird till you've seen pretty, blonde supermodel Rachel grow a trunk as thick as a small tree and ears the size of umbrellas. Or Cassie growing gray fur over every inch of her body, falling to all fours and bearing long yellow teeth. And then there was Jake. Huge curved claws grew from his fingers. A snake-like tail whipped out behind him. Orange and black fur covered him. And when he was done, he was a full-grown tiger, almost ten feet from his nose to his tail, "'Easily 400 pounds. "'If something deadly can ever be beautiful, it's a tiger. "'Bet I could kick your butt,' I said to Jake. "'Yeah, monkey boy, I don't think so.' "'Hey, I could stomp both of you,' Rachel said. "'She walked closer, swinging her trunk and flaring her ears out. "'A moving mountain.' "'This is so mature,' Cassie said. "'Arguing over who could beat who?' "'Ha!' "'You're only saying that because we can all kick your butt, Wolfie,' I pointed out. "'As if,' Cassie protested. "'You'd have to catch me first, and I could still be running long after the three of you were worn out and fast asleep.' "'You have an amazing variety of animals on your planet,' Axe said. "'Someday, when the Yurks are defeated, Andalites will come here simply to try out the many animal forms. It would be like a vacation.' Joe Andalite, you've won the Super Bowl. Now, where are you going? I said, mimicking the Disney World commercials. I'm going to Earth to turn into a lobster. I don't understand, Axe said. I started to explain, but just then, a red light began to flash on Axe's homemade distress beacon. The response signal. They're coming. Quick, everyone to your places, Jake said. He slunk away, liquid power, to hide in the shadow of a boulder. Rachel pressed back under the shallow overhang. Cassie trotted to a spot to the right of Jake, and I tried not to look like a 400-pound gorilla behind a pile of gravel. Tobias flapped hard, struggling to gain altitude. Swoosh! It came in low, just above tree level, then disappeared before turning to come back. A bugfighter, just as we'd planned. Here's your ride home, Axe, I said.